This is Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. And now your host, Michael O'Fallon. being forcibly shoved from an analog, free, objective, real world into a digital, subjective, postmodern, totalitarian world. And if you thought that 2020 and 2021 was rough, well, you haven't seen anything yet. Another necessary and vital part of the goals of the Great Reset into the Fourth Industrial Revolution had its official start today. Kicked off by none other than the disciple of cultural Marxism, Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg. Now, if you have listened to public occurrences, both foreign and domestic, over the past few years and have been at my presentations that I have given all across the country and as well in Great Britain, or maybe you've been with me on some tours that I have given over the past three or four years, you may have heard me reference that this was coming. And maybe you were on a tour bus with me and heard me say something about how the roads were all being torn to pieces in London because what we're doing is actually putting in autonomous AI-controlled vehicles. And you said to yourself, well, that'll never happen. At least not in America. I don't know what Mike is talking about. They would have told us if they were going to do this. Well, what was I referring to? And what am I referring to right now? Well, I am referring to the U.S. government in a public-private partnership with the major auto manufacturers that want to eliminate self-driven private vehicles and the promotion of autonomous vehicles. Now, normally, you would think that autonomous would mean that you have control over your vehicle, over your transportation, or over your life, such as bodily autonomy. But that word will now be used to describe the vehicles themselves as being autonomous without the need of human intervention. So the word autonomy is specifically defined as the quality or state of being of self-governing, especially the right of self-government. The territory was granted autonomy, let's say, or self-directing freedom and especially moral independence and personal autonomy. And in the sense of government, let's say, as a whole in a state or a nation, of a self-governing state. In other words, autonomy means I'm the one who's making the choices. I'm the one who's choosing what happens with my body. I'm the one who's choosing what happens in our nation and in our state because we're a constitutional republic. But we're going to start to shift that a bit. And now autonomous will be used to mean a vehicle. That does not need any human control. And you will ultimately go where the vehicle will take you. That is, if you are a good human being who is following the directives of the autocratic government who is controlling you. And the reason that they will use to remove you from the ability to operate your own private vehicle and go where you want to go when you want to go will be public health and safety. This is why the T.H. Chan School of Public Health at Harvard exists. It is the same reason why Ronnie Chan, who helped to start the T.H. Chan School of Public Health, 
had Kaifu Lee speak at the Aegis Society, also another organization that he controls, several years ago where Mr. Lee stated that, quote, soon you will be the danger driving on the road if you are not in a controlled AI vehicle. Most of us will be afraid to drive, and we will be the ones who will be a threat to our lives, and the machines are going to be safe. And pretty soon, after that, humans will be disallowed from driving. End quote. So I have attempted to warn as much as I could when factories began to shut down vehicle production all over the world. And yes, COVID was used as the primary reasoning as to why chip production was down and hence no cars. So for some reason, the automobile manufacturing corporations all over the world were willing to take yeah, over $100 billion in losses because of microchips. And of course, you knew that that wasn't the real reason. The real reason is that if you want to completely shift the idea of transportation, if you want a great reset of transportation to take the human element out, to remove the actual human autonomy of driving, of transportation, of mobility, and provide the new autonomy to artificial intelligence, then this is what you do. You stop almost all production of cars. You end the production of cars for a few years. You reduce the amount of vehicles that are actually on the road. And as well with people that are paying three-year, five-year, six-year payments on, on vehicles, well, all of a sudden, you understand that this is going to come to a quick end because it must be along with the legislation as well. So when you begin to introduce legislation that cuts down completely on gas and oil and the use of that and is now forcing people to go electric. And at the same time, you want to force people to not own vehicles because, you know, in the future, you're going to own nothing and you're going to be happy. So there's actually a timestamp to that. And so you want to make sure that you don't have car ownership by 2028 or 2029. So cars have to end. So I digressed, but let me read through the article from The Hill that reported on Secretary Pete Gramsci Buttigieg's, I'm sorry, I'm calling him Gramsci now because he is a cultural Marxist and his father was an expert on Gramsci. Anyway, so Pete Buttigieg's press conference, and he says this, quote, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg on Thursday announced that he is taking aim at rising traffic fatalities by implementing a new federal strategy that will incorporate funding from the bipartisan infrastructure law and promote safer roads and post-crash care, among other objectives. The strategy, the National Roadway Safety Strategy, NRSS, was released in a 42-page report outlining five objectives towards reducing the number of traffic fatalities, creating environments on roadways that will alleviate possible crashes and other human errors, emphasizing safer speeds on roads, prioritizing emergency care access after crashes, promoting safer roadside behavior, and looking into crash safety feature access for vehicles. Among some of the actions the department noted it would be taking to implement those objectives included supporting safer roadway planning and design, conducting behavioral research and intervention through funding from the bipartisan infrastructure law and updating vehicle safety performances consumers' information through new proposals. The report noted its strategy comes as traffic fatalities have risen during the pandemic. 
An estimated 38,680 people died in motor vehicle crashes in 2020, of which an estimated 6,236 were people walking. Maybe they got into the accidents because of all the push notifications coming to their phone that were distracting them, telling that somebody got COVID in Minneapolis, somebody got COVID in LA, somebody died of COVID in Los... Well, you know, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, in the first six months of 2021, an estimated 20,160 people died in motor vehicle crashes, up 18.4% over 2020. That is the largest number of projected fatalities for January through June since 2006, the report noted. It goes back and says, quote, between 2011 and 2020, over 350,000 people died from roadway transportation incidents, the report noted. We cannot tolerate the continuing crisis of roadway deaths in America. These deaths are preventable, and that's why we're launching the National Roadway Safety Strategy today, a bold, comprehensive plan with significant new funding from President Biden's bipartisan infrastructure law, Buttigieg said in a statement. He went on to say, quote, We will work with every level of government and industry to deliver results, because every driver, passenger, and pedestrian should be certain that they're going to arrive at their destination safely, every time, end quote. So our current Gramscian cultural Marxism pushing Secretary of Transportation is stating that, we have a crisis, and the only acceptable solution to that crisis is zero automobile accidents. Now, I'm sure you've heard this before. And just as arguments have been used to state that those that have not received the jab are a danger to everyone who has been jabbed, so too now will the argument be made that everyone who is not in favor of government-controlled AI-powered vehicles is a threat to society. If you dare drive your car to church in the morning, you're now a murderer. You're a danger to society. And you will be called a threat if you rally against the new artificially intelligent autonomous vehicles. And remember, autonomous now means that AI is the one who's autonomous. So you will need to be silenced on social media. You are now a danger. So do you remember that Johns Hopkins webpage back in 2020 that showed you all of the cases and deaths of COVID all over the world and all over the United States? Remember how they had those tickers on TV that showed you how many deaths and how many cases and how many recoveries? Remember that? Well, soon expect that you will have a new electronic scoreboard that will inform you every time that there has been a fender bender in Detroit. Every time that a pedestrian was killed in Los Angeles by a car. Every time a driver lost control of his car in bad weather and crashed. And you will soon see a tally, minute by minute, hour by hour, day to day, that will report the deaths and hospitalizations of all those injured or killed by human-controlled driving. Push notifications all the time. Stories leading on CNN and MSNBC. And probably Fox now, too at least before the 7 o'clock hour, and daily readings from the podium at the White House about the unacceptable deaths caused by human driving. Expect to see pictures of little babies killed in car accidents. Expect to see pictures of young married couples on the way to the airport after getting married killed in car accidents. There will be no escaping the horror and danger of human-controlled driving. It is a crisis 
and something must be done now to prevent this highway holocaust. I expect at the SBC soon there will be resolutions demanding that we end private driving, that we end human-controlled driving in the SBC, because it's murder. And of course, it will be a public health crisis. And so now your Department of Public Health will begin to apply unconstitutional pressure on all of its subjects to stop driving because, you see, we're all in this together. And all sorts of reasons will be given by public health officials, such as artificially intelligent controlled vehicles will prevent accidents and death. Artificially intelligent controlled electric vehicles will save our environment. Artificially intelligent controlled electric vehicles will cut down on unnecessary driving that is ruining our environment. And also, artificially intelligent controlled driving will allow human beings to have a better quality of life. Also, artificially intelligent controlled driving will help provide to the circular economy and sustainability because there'll be less people with cars. And also, artificially intelligent controlled driving will help to end the discrimination and class gap of disparate people groups. And of course, you will need ride apps for the use of the new vehicles. You will need to have an excellent ESG score to use the new vehicles. And a certain ration of travel will be permitted per person. Just you wait. This is going to happen, unless you stop it. Because the entire push behind this move is total and complete. It's total and complete control of your movement. And so now your car, whatever it may be, your Toyota, your Honda, Mercedes, Ford, Chevy, or Buick, will be referred to now as a dangerous car. And we must act quickly to remove the dangerous cars from our roads to protect the American people. Because you don't want to kill grandma, do you? And all of this is amazingly synchronized with the European Union's regulation on tracking distance, automated speed limitation, and law enforcement access to cars' black boxes. The unspoken key word here, of course, is control. Now, do you see where all of this is going? You just went through this for the last two years. Get ready to go through it again. Do you understand that none of this would be happening if Donald Trump was still president of the United States? So are you beginning to figure all of this out now? You need to remove those that would be against these policy changes, that would be against these power grabs, that would be against this really usurpation of your liberties. A reset needed to happen to turn our world and our nation into a globally controlled, algorithmically powered, totalitarian surveillance state. And all of our systems must change for all of this to work. And Klaus Schwab has just written in his new book, a new book which was the follow-up to COVID-19, The Great Reset, which now Mr. Schwab has titled The Great Narrative. Well, this is what he says in his new book, of course, with his thick German Bond villain accent. 
As we will see, solutions to the major challenges we face do exist and are within our grasp, but they will require a great deal of innovation and dramatic changes in our economies and societies, as well as institutions, laws, and rules that govern them. Our life habits and modes of consumption will also need to change drastically, end quote. So Klaus Schwab is clearly stating that he and his government and corporate partners are going to make dramatic changes to our economy, our nations and governments, to our institutions, which includes education, faith, and arts and entertainment, and to our laws. Klaus Schwab is saying that all of this must change, and it must change now. And then he is saying that your life habits must change drastically as well. So Mr. Schwab and those World Economic Forum young leaders and corporations are all in this together. Not to mention guys like Ed Stetzer and Rick Warren. They're all in this together. Like you know, conspiring. A conspiracy. And one aspect of the Great Reset into the Fourth Industrial Revolution is to make sure that your mobility is restricted, that your freedom to travel is limited. But they will use the same engine of fear and intimidation to create a new religious cult of those that embrace AI-driving good and saved. Those that reject AI-driving bad and damned. I think you're starting to understand that the old conflict theory game is being played all over again to ensure that you, the American that loves your liberty and your way of life, will succumb to the new totalitarianism, a communo-fascist system. And so what do you do right now? I'll tell you, you get vocal, you get loud, you get loud and vocal right now and fight for our way of life. If it means getting out in the streets and marching, contacting your congressman, doing everything possible to go to every single school board meeting, every single city council meeting, every single county meeting, making sure that you're putting pressure on your governments. Because this is about our freedom. This is about your children's freedom, about their lives as well. And you must do this because we must win. I'm Michael O'Fallon, and this has been Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. Thank you.